Okay, what's up everyone? This is V, aka Vernon English. Welcome to the Hearing Kill Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. I got a special guest in the building. This my homie right here. Hold on, hold on. What the what hold on. And uh I pretty much tell people this is the weirdest podcast series ever. And uh I, I pretty much stick to that. I, I talk about the most random and obscure things on a daily basis. And uh, I'm a nerd. I'm a movie non-aficionado because I don't know uh, specifically the producers and or, you know, people from film. Uh, I guess actors and actresses and their specific names and things behind it. But I do uh, have a deeper level of appreciation for film that, you know, is very different than the average person. Uh, obviously, if they just go to the movies or see movies once or twice a week. And or watch it with their family members, whatever the case may be. Uh, <laughs> definitely, you would have to consider me a different person when it comes to looking at cartoons. Uh, definitely, as a grown ass man, uh, to admit that. So, before I go on my existential rant, because I, I like I say, this is a different podcast series. Uh, definitely, my name is V. Definitely Vernon. You can definitely, you know, find me on multi platforms. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on all these other different places. But uh, I appreciate everyone who supports my art uh, most undoubtedly. That uh, for the forefront, uh, I, the more and more you guys support the art, the more intricate it becomes. And uh, I say this, but I generally mean that. Uh, I get the opportunity of adding and including more things into my stories and more things into my art. That, you know, mistakenly uh, one could easily miss if you were just, you know, perusing or looking at something on Spotify. So, uh, this is the Spiky Bebop, S-P-I-K-E-E-B-E-B-O-P on Spotify. And you can find it there. Uh, If you want to find me on Apple, I mean, I'll go on request and do stuff like that. But, uh, (laughs) I'm, you know, an Android person and no shots to Apple. I love Apple devices. Uh, I'll eventually, you know, migrate to that platform, but definitely, uh, back to my rant and what I was talking about, there's a thing, and, uh, I'll tell my, you know, son this one day about how, about how I, uh, generally watch certain things, and it's never been a normal way that I've ever done any point in my life of looking at just television. Ever since I can remember, I've always just been one of those obscure kids who has been alone, but generally entertained endlessly by the moving things on this box that I sat before. And this is back in, you know, black and white television, turning knobs and giant transistors and things, and you turn the TV on and the entire room lights up type of mentality. And for me... Uh, it was always this point of interest or where I could see things. So yeah, I was saying that even back when I was like a young one, there was never a point where uh, I didn't have enough entertainment from just looking at something or going through a Rolodex in my head of the things that I liked. Uh, Very rarely, you know, when I first started my journey as an artist or rather as a young person, Uh, I was always looking for the creative aspect or uh, looking for, you know, the next program that I could see. The program was generally 
obviously cartoons, but I generally would, you know, dabble in other things that were, I guess you could say drama, but definitely had a fantasy or science fiction element now that I look back in retrospect. Definitely watch, you know, Xena Warrior Princess, definitely watch Hercules on the weekend, definitely watch some things that I was super interested in. But it was never a point where I could not find something. There was always something that I could just poke in and find generally off of a, uh, what is this, a regular day. And uh, I tell this and I say this to creatives because we've been going through the beginning of my series and the beginning of the book. And this is like the fifth book that I'm on right now. And <laughs> the, the basically the fifth book... Uh, deals with all the things as far as a giant city but beforehand the inception of you know how to get to this point of even you know world building or even developing characters or you know I'm saying your own setting and then calling it your own you know amongst the all and the audacious you know I would just say gumption for an artist to leave that any of their ideas, you know, existentially on a philosophical level, uh, were their own and individualistically, uh, there for that time period is something that every artist uh, deals with on a daily basis and ultimately before their pen touches the page. Now, say all that five times fast and smoke as much weed as me and formulate your sentences, and then we will have a different conversation. Now, Besides all of these nuances from being a writer, I find the joy in finding different material. And the best analogy that I could give people, and I've been doing this, uh, what, since like 2021, I think I started this analogy and talking about how if you are a, an appreciator of music, or if you're a music aficionado or someone who generally observes something and they love it, and so they go through... A record store and generally you won't find too many record stores the same way that they have in the past but generally if you're going to a record store you'll find people who are uh, appreciators of the craft and not just someone who has gone off a of recommendation and someone who generally if they're looking into something they're an appreciator of music uh, to the tenth degree versus a casual listener uh, who may or may not, you know, listen to something on a playlist that someone else has chosen. Now, no shots fired or anything like this as far as anyone. Obviously, uh, you listening to my podcast is off of a playlist or something that someone has recommended. But it's just to show, you know, the digital part and the juxtaposition versus the physical. And I look at both, you know, equally as important and you'll see this, you know, definitely in the next years to come. But for now, uh, I'm using this as an analogy to writers. When it comes to creating your craft, uh, there's a deeper level of appreciation and everyone always talks about there's levels to this shit or there's levels to whatever it is that they're working on. Everyone gets that, right? You, you got the engineers, you have, you know, the planners, you have people who... Uh, set things together to build things but it's not generally the same thing uh, when it comes to creativism or when it comes to being a writer or uh, all the things that we love you know on just the creative aspect and when you look at you know and like I say a record store 
there's different levels of genres and I hate labeling things but when you go to things in that store you're perusing through you know the records you're looking through the covers you're looking at the names and it's a buy not you can't really generally return something if you don't like it and those are the things a part of generally records that I appreciated and certain things about it I knew that you had to be serious about before I even you know picked up my first record picked up my first uh, record player I had never owned one but I had always you know respected people who did and so the same thing is in the application of you know looking at movies and thinking of every movie in this endless uh, procession or this endless like room that goes on forever of every movie that has ever been made by anybody you know what I'm saying even including things on digital aspect or even on your phone and given the opportunity to look at all of these things you know walking through all these different categories and all these different timestamps and how fun and how endless that is like infinitely everything as the internet is constantly adding on to it every single day to have that <laughs> as a mental space should for a writer give them the opportunity to never have a, a point of boredom you know what i'm saying like there's endlessly a, an endless amount of directions vectorless in a universe without a floor to point yourself in a direction as in a thought and the only point of actually stopping or you know assessing something would be their own assessment as they're continuing their perpetual you know inertia in that direction and I never get you know upset at that because I'm always looking for something new anything that you know seems predictable in my eyes I look at it from 50 different directions and then I'm already on to the next subject because that's where my intention is and that's how I've always viewed things even since I was a kid now as far as like creative and how others can you know assess and deal with this headspace of all this you know creative room and how to deal with you know this imposter syndrome which I will call it of feeling you know like how do I fit in with all these other different creatives who have been there since antiquity and all of their creative ideas and how it even matches versus this sense of seeking for fame the the point of relevancy is that your your work is already relevant just by you stating that that's your work <laughs> no one else has to read said work and, or give any sense of relevancy to your material uh, but yourself <laughs> That's the whole purpose. If someone reads it, that's great. But uh, the act of writing, you know, the, the thought of is the, the point of it being so apparently uh, uh, important for many different writers because other writers don't have that said quality. And when you look at materials or, you know, you, we think of libraries as this archaic thing of the past, and the mental, you know, the mental fortitude that it has for someone in the past to have, you know, a Dewey Decimal System already calculated in their head 
to you know assess this point decimal system to look through all of these different categories and then piece this together you know what I'm saying not just based off of names and authors and alphabetizing but off of specifics and subgenres and genres within genres is mind-boggling and I with that alone you know what I'm saying like I have faith in humanity and the many things that they will bring uh, for the next few generations and it only takes the addition of asking them well what do you want to do for fun <laughs> that's where I'm at as far as you know these past couple podcasts and figuring out uh, what it was that I wanted to bring uh, to my peers and to myself if it was a story that I wanted to you know read again and something that I wanted to you know crack a book open again and share it with other family members and not even to be based off of ego and I've been saying this I've been like yo I was looking at modern family like looking at these different shows that I never 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 like you know would just chill or put on and it's really fucking interesting it's really funny (laughs) because they have like this dry humor or this dry comedy that uh correlates and I was saying this on the last podcast beyond time so you would have something that would be in this time period and the sentimentality of where I was bringing was that I wanted to incorporate different characters that I had never you know pieced together before or had an idea that I had never you know done before or just incorporated comedy into my work Comedy is a very, you know, interesting uh, subject to think about just because of all the things that go along with it. And when you think about it, there's like comedic timing, there's dry humor, there's wit. There's all kind of things that you can use and utilize that intersect in the story, and I love that. I've always, you know, admired uh, great stories that have developed it. And incorporated into things and I was looking at this movie called Money Talks and it's a crazy old film back in like what I don't even know what year it came and uh, it was just a crazy and so I was developing these characters that had a different quality to them uh, I was watching Heat the other day and I never seen this movie before like this is one of the most different movies I had seen before but I had always heard about it because it was iconic and the characters were definitely iconic, everyone that was involved with the movie. But I never, you know, sat down and watched it or nothing like this. It was crazy. Everything about it. So what I'm doing is fleshing out these characters and what they look like. And this is a concept where, and I'm running and mulling over different things that, you know, as a writer you would do. And please don't let me, you know, just peruse it. And not have the opportunity to come back and speak on it. That's not my intention. Uh, the things that I'm going over are very important for you know the development of where an artist or a writer wants to go in his story. But essentially, you know, what I'm saying the 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 visual is you know the beginning stamp of where you want to explain it to someone else before you even write it down, before you even want to get the concept out, is to think if that's this thing that you're thinking of makes sense and so to get a visual uh, for your writing and your work and to make it look intricately uh, or as impactful 
as a television show or as a movie, not with the intention of making it as such, but just so that it will it have that, you know, running theme in your head. And, and I believe that, you know, not I, I know that as, as a writer, as a developer or something like this, uh, just having the comedic aspect is where I'm at. And, you know, I talked about it in the last podcast of having, you know, this obscure conversation and how it correlates beyond time. But I definitely want to have uh, the characters look totally different and have them, you know, with impactful names. And you, every writer always wants to, you know, have someone an iconic name or have something where people remember the way that people dress or even the characters themselves. So this is what I'm playing with right now. I'll watch some more cartoons, watch some more G.I. Joe or something like this, uh, which I did, by the way. If you've ever seen G.I. Joe lore, if you're not from the 80s, do yourself a favor and watch something hilarious. You would think you're watching something that was like in the 1970s or something like this, but it was definitely in the 80s. Or you could watch Alf and a couple other different, like Mick and Morty. Mick, not Mick, Mick and Mindy or something like this. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, this is V, aka Brother English. Uh, check out the podcast and uh, thank you guys so much. Shouts out to all the content creators on the West Coast. Peace.